Hi and welcome to our new series of Dafyomi in the Beit Mordechai campus, Kolel, Mizrahi, South Africa. We just finished the 13th uh, cycle of the Dafyomi, which is a Dafa day for seven and a half years, an amazing achievement to finish the Hall of Shas. Um, and we're starting, starting with the first Masechet in Shas, which is Brachot. And it's quite interesting to understand why is this the first Masechet taught in Shas. And specifically, Brachot. So the Rambam teaches us that what's the point of Brachot? That the major point of Brachot is to bring us to, of a Yirat Shamayim, to bring us close to Hashem. That every time we say a Brachot, it's bringing Hashem into every single moment of our day life, whether it's going to the toilet, whether it's eating something, whether it's saying over seeing the sea, whatever the Brachot are about, it's really bringing Hashem into that, into that world and our world every single moment of our day. And if we think about it, the first Mishnah is talking, which we're going to discuss at length at the, uh, in a moment, is talking about our obligation to say Shema. We say Shema twice a day. Um, it's a Doraita mitzvah from the Torah to say it twice a day. And why is this the first, first thing brought in Masechet Brachot? I think because it teaches you exactly this point. The whole point of Shema is to accept the yoke of Hashem, to accept the yoke of heaven, to have that connection with Hashem. We want a connection with Hashem. So therefore we start the Shas, the Talmud, with the mitzvah of Shema, because if we have that and we accept the yoke of heaven, then really what's our aim? To build every single day that beautiful relationship and connection we can have with Hashem. And the greatest way of doing that is learning. And therefore, that's one of the reasons I love Dafyomi is that every single day I have my 30, 40, 50 minutes, whatever I do, in investing in this stuff to make sure I'm doing something every single day to connect Hashem. Okay, so let's go into it. The first Mishnah starts off with Ma'ematai When do we say Shema at night? When can we say Shema? From when the Kohanim are allowed to eat their Truma. What does this mean? So the Kohanim, let's say they are Tamei, they are impure. And they haven't been able to eat their Truma because they're impure. They go to the Mikveh just before nightfall. And then they eat their Truma as soon as it gets to nightfall. So that's what the Mishnah is saying. So according to the first opinion, that when do we say Shema? From when the Kohanim can eat their Truma when they become purified, which is not for all of it, and the Gemara will explain that in a few moments. And until when can you do that? At Sofa Shmura Until the first third of the night. The night is divided into three stages. So Rabbi says till the end of the first period of night, that's when you can say the Shema. The Chachamrim Omrim Ad Chatzot. That's until midnight. Chatzot. Rabban Gamliel Omer Ad Shleh Amur Until Amur which is just before dawn. The Gemara will speak a little bit about this time period. Um, but it's before, it's dawn just before it gets light. Um, so we have all that, that time to this. We've got three opinions. Until the first third of the night. Or we've got until midnight. Or until Amur Now there's a story. Maaseh Ubao Banav Mi Beitamishta. They came back from a party, they said, Oh, we forgot to say Shema. So Amalayim, Ramgala says them, Im lo Allah Murashakh. If it hasn't been a Murashakh, Khabina Temli Krol. If it hasn't got to Murashakh, it hasn't got to that dawn time yet, then you gotta say Shema. Really, to explain the rabbi's opinion is really that every time they said you got a mitzvah to do it until Chatzot, or you got until Chatzot to do it, really the mitzvah actually is until. Um, dawn, uh, Amur Shachar, 
But they sound to chatzot. And he gives a few examples. Hekter chalavim ba'avarim. These are certain. You bring a korban, a sacrifice. You got to do it by the end of the day. But there's certain of the extra parts, the chalavim, the fats, and the, and the different parts of the body, limbs, and that. Really, if you haven't put it and you don't have time to put it on the korban, you've got all the way until amur shachar to do it until dawn to actually do it. And even if you've got to eat um, a korban which is uh, for one day. Um, that you've only got the day to do it in. Really, the mitzvah is Achale Amud HaShachar. Really, you've got until Amud HaShachar to do it. To do it okay? So that's really the time that until dawn to do it. Im kain, so then the, the Mishnah asks, Im kain, Lama Amru Chachamim Achatzot. So why do the Chachamim say until midnight? Why do they give us that time definition until midnight? If really the mitzvah is all the way until dawn, he says, Really, the Chachamim wanted to um, prevent people from doing Avera's uh, sins as much as possible. So therefore they said, do it at Chatzot. Then you know you've done it. And therefore you don't have to uh, get to a stage where you may forget it. Or you fall asleep and then you wake up after dawn and therefore you miss the same Kretschmas. So therefore said at least until Chatzot. But really, the mitzvah is until um, the dawn, Amud uh, Hashachar. Okay, so the Gemara asks a question. Tana Kali. How did the mission even start? Takrin Shma Barbin. It seems like jump in the middle of a topic, even though this is the beginning, and say, when do we say Shma not? But how do we know we have an obligation to say Shma and so on and so forth? And then discuss that we have a, when do we say that not? It seems to be speaking in the middle of a topic. And then the second question, the Kran Emetai, the two, and furthermore, is another question. Mashna Tani Barvit Beresha, Litni Deshachrit Beresha. Why did it teach the halacha, the law of saying Shema at night, rather, uh, first, and then the law of Shachrit um, second? Surely it should teach the law of Shachrit first, and then the law of Mariv uh, at night, uh, second. Satani Akrikai. So he says, no, you can learn it from the Passover. We say in the Shema, the halacha and the, the mitzvah we, where we learn to say um, Shema is Beshoch Bacha. When you go to bed, and when you get up. And therefore, what's the first uh, part of the Pasuk is when you're lying down, i.e. not, and then morning. So therefore, it taught the halachas of the night, um, saying shmat night, and then it taught in the morning, which we'll see later on. Vachi um, ketani, and this is what it's saying. And this is really how the, you read the Mishnah. Zman, kriyat shma, the shechava, the time of reading shma is when you lying down, ayat not, ayma, when is this Mishnah, shakwanim, nichnasin lecho betchumatan, when the kwanim are going to eat their truma, ayat, which we said is not for, tzayta kochavim, when stars come out, vibayt, ayma, but you've got another way to look at this, we could learn it from another pasuk, yalef mi briyato shilolam, we could learn really, and I'm sure, a lot of you are thinking this is, but we know that when it was Hashem created the world, the Jewish day starts at night. Echtiv, yom echad. That when it created the world, it said erev first, and then boker, um, it said morning, first night, and then morning. And therefore, we know the Jewish day starts at night and continues in the day. And therefore, so therefore, when it's teaching the laws of Shmaz, let's start when the day starts, which is not. Iachi, Iachi. Um, if so, Seifer Dektani Beshachar Mevarek Shtam Lefaneh Vachad Lachareya Ubaere Mevarek Shtam Lefaneh Oshtam Lachareya Says it, but later on in the Mishnah The Mishnah comes and teaches Additional laws about Shachrit first And that is that you say two brochas before you say the Shema Lekel Baruch and Misavarabah And then there's one 
after the Shema, Gal Yisrael, and at night, and then it teaches at night, you say two brochas before, those are the two brochas straight after Baruch and then we say Shema, and then we have two brochas after, Gal Yisrael and Ashkivaynu. So let me, Daravit Barashi, if, if we say in this whole concept that you've got to teach the night first, then let's start with the night. So if the whole point is uh, that we teach the night first, then definitely we should teach, if it continues teaching the halochas of day and night, of Shachrit and, and Marif, teach the laws of uh, Marif first, and then go Shachrit. So, uh, so what's going on over here? So then it says like this, he says, So it says, yes, fine. So the first Mishnah which we're dealing with today says we started with Marev. And then it went and taught um, when we said in the morning. And then, So while it was talking about certain things in Shachrit, it continued teaching certain halachot about Shachrit, laws about Shachrit, i.e. the brochas before and after. And afterwards it goes back, i.e. we start with Marev, then we teach that there's an obligation at night, then there's an obligation in the day, then it explains the obligation in the day, and then it goes to certain obligations, to finish off with certain obligations in the night. And that's why there it starts with Shachrit and, and goes to Marev. Okay, now we go to the, that stage of the Mishnah of when can we say Shema. When is this time? When the Kohanim go and eat the Truma. And as I explained earlier, they've gone to the Mikveh because they were impure, they wait till nightfall, and then they can eat the Truma. Yes, when do Kohanim eat the Truma? Okay, so then the obvious question is, Litni Why did the Mishnah go all the way to explain us about when the Kohanim would eat the Truma, which we now have to imply and learn, is it say to Kohavim and not for? Just teach it, not for. When do we when we say uh, Shema Tanat? When Mishasho at say to Kohavim, it would have been much more simpler. So why did the Mishnah do this? Well, the Gemara explains, Miltagav Orcha Kamashmalana wanted to teach us something by the side as one. Well. Therefore, taught us this whole principle of Truma. And what's this principle of Truma? When do Kohanim meet this Truma, like we said before, at nightfall? What would you have potentially thought? Sorry, we learn from this. So there's two stages to becoming uh, purified for the Kohen in certain instances. The first stage, as I mentioned, is going to the Mikvah. Go to the mikvah, and then at nightfall you can eat uh, the truma. There's a second stage that sometimes have to get atonement, and that means on the next morning they bring a korban, a sacrifice, um, and that brings the atonement. So what could you have thought? You could have thought that when can a kohen eat the truma? Only once he's completely gone through the process, and that is going to the mikvah and bringing the korban. So that's what you would have thought. So therefore the Mishnah teaches when can the kohenim eat their truma at nightfall, i.e. they don't have to wait for bringing the korban, and that's what the Mishnah wanted to teach us. And here we see this in a bright ticket, Atanya, Uva Hashemesh Vetaher. The Pasuk says, Uva Hashemesh, the sun will set, Vetaher, and they become purified. Biat Shimshomak Vetomelechot Truma. The setting of the sun, if it hasn't set yet, that is a preventative from eating the truma. But the korban, the kapara, the bringing the sacrifice, does not prevent him from um, eating the truma. Milecho betruma. Fine. And where do we know that when the Pasuk says, it's talking about sunset? Now, there's a big machloket in understanding this 
between Rashi and Tosfot. I'm only going to explain Rashi's position, and we'll learn it through Rashi's positions. So he says, how do we know that Uba Hashemesh in this Pasuk is referring to nightfall? Um, how do we know that um, the, when it says Tahar, that it's referring to that when the day ends, that's when you'll become purified. As, the, as you turn the page, Dilma, perhaps really, maybe when the Pasuk says Biat Hashemesh, it's really talking about the next morning, sunrise. Who says there has to be sunset? Uma v'tahir. And what does v'tahir mean? Maybe tahar kavrad means when the person becomes purified, when he does an action to become purified, i.e. bring in the korban. So maybe the Pasuk is not teaching you that it's at nightfall, it's teaching you actually in the morning, according to Rashi. Amar Rabbi Barshil explains, Im if that was the case, then the Pasuk would have said v'yitahir. But since the Pasuk said tahar, used the word tahar, Therefore, which is a more passive way of seeing it, i.e. that the day just ends and then you become purified, whereas if it used the word v'itahert, a more active way of becoming purify, uh, purified, then we'll know that the coin after he brings the korban, he has to do that certain action of bringing the korban, then he'll be purified. But since the Pasuk said, my v'itahert, so why did it use v'itahert? Tahir yoma, that as soon as the day ends, you become uh, purified. Kadamri Inish, as, um, as people would say, a classic statement in those days, that the sun sets, um, that the day ends when the sun sets. Okay, but my rabbi in Eretz Israel, in Israel they never learned exactly this way, they learned it more in a question way. They'd never heard it that way. They asked him a question, and what is it? This Uba Shemesh, when it says does it, when it says Uba Shemesh in the Pasuk, doesn't mean sunset, Uma Vataher, and when it says Vataher, Tari Yoma, it's referring to um, that the day purifies or Dilmo perhaps, Biatorohu, it's referring to sunrise, Uma Vataher, Tahar Kavra. And maybe the Taher is referring to, as I said, the action of a, a, the person to become purified, which is bringing the Korban. Um, so it says, um, he, he answers him and he says, uh, from a bright, in the brighter, uh, a sign to this, it's Saito Kochavim, Shmamina. We learn from this that Biat Shimsh, that Biat Shimsho U is sunset, Tar Yoma is that the day ends and then it becomes purified just like we learned above. So that's the source that the Kwanim eat Truma at nightfall, and that's when we can say, um, which is Taitukafim, when the stars come out, and that's when we can start saying Shema. So Amamar, Mishashia Kwanim, Nikhnasin Lechol, Betrumatan, we said that when can you start saying Shema, which is Taitukafim, when they eat Truma. But Oromina, we got a contrasting uh, opinion potentially that says, Ma'imata Korin et Shma, when can you read the Shma Barvin? Mishani Nikhnas Lechol Pito Bamelak, that when the poor person comes and eats his supper at Shah, and until when is that? And Shah, Shomer Lipatem, it talks at until he finishes his, his surah. So the truth is, we don't know when this time is, but it seems that it could be a, a different time. Completely different time to win the Kwanim to Tzedakachavim. So Saifa Vadai Pligaminim. He says, yes, the last part of Ayi, when you can end saying Shema, is definitely different. Because they definitely don't get up from their Sudab um, in the morning, Amurashach or Achatzot. It's definitely an earlier time. 
so um, so they're definitely arguing on um, on the safer okay but when it comes to the Rasha, me lema pligi. Who says they actually argue? Amitni. Who says that it's arguing? Lo ani v'koyin chachiruhut. Actually, it could be that they won the same time. It could be teitzak kochavim. That's when the poor person goes and gets his pizza and goes there. So we don't have an actual contra- potential contradiction. Ramino. Okay, we got another potential contradiction. I'm at tamatilene kron kretchma. We got another opinion. It says when can we start reading kretchma barvit misha shebina adam nichnasim lechol pita. Tan be'arvei Shabbatot. Divrei Rabbi Meir. So we've got another opinion of Rabbi Meir. Where Rabbi Meir says, when does a person, uh, well, can you say Shema? When a person eats on Erev Shabbos. Goes to eat on Erev Shabbos. Which seems to imply that it's definitely before nightfall. Because when can you, when's your food have to be ready before Shabbos? Before Shabbos comes in. Okay? Which we'll, we'll go into a little bit as we go a bit later. So we see there's definitely an argument here. As the Chachamim bring the opinion that we have in our Mishnah that when the Kohanim go and eat the Truman, and similar to the we know that that time is, as we've mentioned so many times, is nightfall when stars come in. So even though we don't have a complete proof that Taito Kochavim is considered the night, that when stars come out is considered night, we've got a, a little hint, Zeichel Davar, a little rem- a little hint from the Pasuk, it says, in the Pasuk, um, I think it's Nehemiah that says, Vanachno Osim Melacha, Vachatim Azikim, Bramachayim Alota Shachar, Atzaita Kochavim. So we've got this uh, Pasuk that, um, that says, um, when we do the work from when do they do the work from it seems very mafura, it seems very um, straightforward that that's when they do the work um, from morning to night um, but we got another pasuk that also teaches us uh, this that the end of the day is uh, not. When we finish work, is actually not. So the Gemara asks, is, well, why do we need to Sukim? It seems like it's pretty straightforward from the first Pasuk that Tzaito Kochavim is uh, from Alora Shachat Tzaito Kochavim. So why do we need the second Pasuk that by Yalan Alayla, that it is the not, Mishma Vayom Melacha, and the day is for work. My Vome, so why are they teaching us this? Vachit Tayma, you may have thought, Maki Arva Shimshelaila, who. So we have certain people in this world and even in today's world that work hard. Who says that um, that not begins at Tzedek HaKhavim? Maybe certain people worked, uh, string, uh, work hard and work like long hours and therefore that doesn't prove that it's not. So therefore, Toshma vaya lanu vayu lanu halayla mishva yom Therefore we had this extra passage to teach that, you know, yes, so people may work a bit later potentially you think it uh, could happen, but not starts at sunset, at Kochavim when the stars come out. So that's the definition of not. Okay, so that proves to us that at least not time is Tzaita Kochavim. So now we're going to see different opinions of potentially when the start of saying Shema could be. We, you may have thought, So now we've got three different opinions. We saw when the Kwanimitruma, opinion one in our Mishnah. Then we saw the opinion of the poor person who goes to eat his bread. And then we saw the third of a general person on Erev Shabbos when the food is ready. Okay, so maybe the Gemara says you would have thought that 
a poor person and a regular person it's the same time so if you want to say that when a poor person goes to eat his pitta it's the same time as when, a norm, when, when the rest of the general people are ready for Shabbos and their meal then we've got a bit of a problem because that brighter that was brought earlier had an argument between Rabbi Meir who brought that opinion and the Chachamim so if you're going to say that they're the same time and we said that the poor person and maybe uh, when the when the Kwanim eat the Truma i.e. nightfall is the same time then a equals b and b equals c and therefore there's no machloket and therefore it says Chachamim would be Rabbi Meir that would be the same opinion so therefore there has to be a difference in opinion so therefore it seems like that the poor person's time is a different time to the coin's time. They've all got their own separate time. So he says, no, no, no. Lo, ani v'koin chachiruhu. No. The truth is, ani and a coin are the exact of the same time. Ayi tetukachavim. Va'ani ubin adam. No, but the poor person and a regular person before Shabbat. Love chachiruhu. That's a different time. Because of the general person, maybe it's a bit earlier. Vani v'koin chachiruhu. Oh, you want to suggest that ani and the coin is the same time. But we have another brighter which actually elaborates on many more opinions which will try to prove to us that they can't be the same time. Ura and what is this brighter? When can you say shma in the night? Misha shekadasha yom ba'arvei shabbatot. Okay, so when is that? According to, to Rashi, the opinion is that when Shabbos comes in, you can't do any melacha. Not when the food's ready, like we saw above. But when Shabbos comes in, you can't do any more melacha. That's when you can start saying Shema. That's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, which we'll discuss a bit later on. Is that the same Rabbi Eliezer in our Mishnah, which said until the first third of the night, which we'll discuss in a moment. That's the first opinion. We're going to have, I think, five opinions here. Rabbi Shua, the second opinion says, Omer, That's the classic opinion like we've seen up until now, where the, until the Kohen can eat the Truma, which as we said is not for Tzaytakuchavim. Rabbi Meir, third opinion, Omer, It's actually when the Kohenim go to, to the Mikvah, which we'll see also interesting, there's two different brighters with Rabbi Meir in here, where he says over here, when they go to Mikvah, and when they go to mikvah, that's to, to eat, which we know is in uh, Shkia. So that is, uh, which is before nightfall, that's when they do. So Amar Lo Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda actually asked him a question, which will be discussed a bit later on in the page. But they toivel in the day. So how can you say smart in the day? We say it's when you go to bed at night. So Rabbi Huda asked in Rabbi Meir's opinion, he says that when is the time for Shema when you go to the mikvah? He says, how can that be? Because you go to the mikvah in the day. Okay, we'll discuss it in a few moments, so don't worry about it too much. Rabbi Chanina, the, the next opinion, Rabbi Chanina, and this is the opinion that we've seen before, that when the, the ani, the poor person, goes to eat his bread, has his bamelach, uh, his in, in salt, I has his meal. Now what's interesting here is that you see that the, the opinion of Taito Kochavim, of when the Kohanim eat the truma, was brought already by Rabbi Yoshua. And here we see Rabbi Chanina brings the opinion of the poor person. So obviously they have to be a different time, because otherwise they would be saying the same thing, which we'll see. Ravacha, and now the last opinion in this, Ravacha, Vamrila Ravacha, Omer, Misha, Shirobin Adam, Nichnasin Lasei. 
he says that um, uh, when most people, Ravacha says when most people go to have their meal. So Machloket Rishonim, it's not clear whether it means they go to have their general weekday meal or their Shabbos meal. It's very similar to what we saw above. Anyway, to go back to the question, and really the question that this whole bright was brought with all these different opinions, was to show you that the Chachamim's opinion of Tzaita Kochavim, of nightfall, of when the Kohanimit the Truma, has to be a diff- is probably a different time to the, the poor person when they come to eat their pita. We said must be, because if we say that the, the poor person and the coin is the same time, i.e. nightfall, Rabbi Chanina, Haina Rabbi Yeshua. Then in our little brighter that we just brought here, the opinion of Rabbi Chanina, who says it's when the Kohanim eat the Truma, is the same opinion as Rabbi Yeshua, who said that the, the poor people eat their pita. So it can't be, otherwise they wouldn't bring two different opinions in the, in the Mishnah, it would have been the same time. So therefore they have to be different times. And that's how it says, Ella, so therefore they have to actually be different times after all this discussion the poor person's time is a different time to Tzaytakochavim when the Kohanim eat their truma um, and that's how they end it so now the question is well which one's later is the Tzaytakochavim later do the Kohanim eat their truma which is Tzaytakochavim is that a later time than the poor people eat or an earlier time so he says now it has to be Mistavrad Ani Mukhar it must be from the Sabranta that we've learned about that the poor person is a lighter time, lighter than Saitokhabim wa Diamata Dani Mikodim. Because if you want to say that the Ani, the poor person, is an earlier time before uh, stars come out, uh, nightfall, Rabbi Khanina Hani Rabliezer, then he'll be the same opinion like we saw of Rabliezer, um, who said that it's when Shabbos comes in that you can't do Malacha which is, as we know, before stars come out, and therefore that would be the same time as the Ani, as the poor person. Therefore, it has to be that the poor person is actually after nightfall and a bit of a later time. Love, Shema Minayit, Ani, Mokhar, Shema Therefore, it must be that the poor person is a later time than, the, than actually the Kohanim. But as we know that uh, the main opinion here, the Chachamim's opinion, is Tzaita Kochavim. So now we go back to that original question that uh, Rabbi Yehuda had on Rabbi Meir. Because Rabbi Meir said, if you remember, just to go back a few, a few steps, to, to bring it back to you, Rabbi Meir said a bit earlier that when can you say Shema? Of when they go to the mikveh. As you know, they go to the mikveh in the, before nightfall, in Shkia. Um, the moments before, uh, well, just before nightfall. So they, he asked the question, Rabbi Yehuda asked the question, how could you do that? Isn't that day? Amar Amar. Let's go back in the Gemara, the two dots, four lines from the bottom. Amar Amar. Amar Le Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda said to him, Valo Kwanimi Bodjom. Don't they go to the mikveh in the day? They do. Shapi Kamalai Rabbi Huda La Rabbi Meh. He asked a good question on Rabbi Meh. So what are you going to answer, Rabbi Meh? So, Rabbi Meh, Hachi Kamalai. So, this is how Rabbi Meh answered him. And this is a very big, big discussion actually in Halakha today of what is considered Bain Hashmashot. That time period between Shkia and nightfall, what is that time period? So there's a big, big debate um, and big sugyas throughout Shas on this topic of when is nightfall. According to Rabbi Yehuda, nightfall is three of a quarter mil. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, to time to, to walk that, which if they say it takes 18 minutes to walk a mil today, then that would be probably around 13 and a half minutes after Shkia. So Shkia would come in and 13 and a half minutes later would be 
Tzaitza Kochavim, according to some opinions. But according to other opinions, it's a, it's a much longer time. It's just different Gomorrahs on, on Rabbi Yehuda. That's where we have the famous opinion of Rabbi Nutam on Shabbos that is, is a bit later and ends later than our Shabbos. And there's certain people that are, are strict for that. Um, the famous opinion of Rabbi Nutam. Um, and it's later because they say that this Bain Ashmashot is actually longer than three quarters of a mil, which is longer than 13 and a half minutes. But there are two opinions in the Gomorrah, going back to that. And that, the first opinion is Rabbi Huda, which is this three and a quarter mil. But then there's also the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi's opinion is a scary fine. It's actually, there's not, not really a Bain Ashmashot, which we'll see in a moment in a Gomorrah. It just happens within like a second, it changes from, uh, from Shkia to Nightfall. And really Bain Ashmashot is just a blink of an eye. And that's what he says. So Rabbi Maz answers, he says, you think that I'm saying go in the day. I'm not talking about yours, yours, Rabbi Yehuda, your opinion who says that uh, Bain Ashmashot is, uh, is a bit long, is, is quite a long period. Um, and as he says, Rabbi Maz, back in the Gemara, third last line, Rabbi Maz, Rabbi Maz, this is how Rabbi Maz answers, Do you think I'm talking about your Bain Ashmashot, your lengthy, let's just call it um, three quarters of a mobile nashma shot. I'm not talking about that. Come in, uh, when I'm talking about, what am I talking about? Anna, a bain nashma shot, Rabbi Yossi come in. I'm talking about uh, Rabbi Yossi's bain nashma shot. Dama Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, bain nashma shot, care fine. It's a blink of a second, like that. Zenich nas v'zeyotzai, v'yev shalom, you can't even notice that it changes from shkia to, um, to nightfall. And therefore he says, that's what I'm talking about. So therefore, really, I'm literally talking about 30 second before Tzayta Kochavim, and that's the time. I'm not saying they go to the mikveh in the day, I'm saying they go to the mikveh in Rabbi Yossi's per, uh, period of Bain Ashmashot, which is a very, very small period. And therefore, I'm not saying they go in the middle of the day. So that's how he answers um, that opinion. But as I said, that's a big, big discussion um, and has big ramifications halakhically today of how we define night and when night is and so on and so forth. But we won't go into that. Going to the top of, uh, of Daf Gimel, just to get to the two dots, um, and that's where we're in the share. But what we do see is that there's a Kashi Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Meir. We saw two opinions of Rabbi Meir. We saw opinion of Rabbi Meir earlier above, uh, above that said Rabbi Meir said, when can you say Shmat night? He says, when general people are ready to eat on Erev Shabbos. That's a bit early in the day. That's opinion one of Rabbi Meir. And the second one of Rabbi Meir is uh, what we saw in this final branta over here, which he says when the Kwanim go uh, to the mikveh, when they can go to the mikveh, which is a bit li- is later, because as we explained, that meant uh, literally a split second before nightfall. So we see that there's two different versions of Rabbi Meir. One is a bit before, i.e. Erev Shabbos when the food's ready. And the second Rabbi Meir, which we just saw, is which like literally a second before nightfall. So how do we explain that uh, contradiction in Rabbi Meir's opinions? And we see, oh, so he answers up, he says, try tonight a little bit Rabbi Meir. Actually two different opinions of how we understand Rabbi Meir, and therefore they're not contradictory, just two different ways of people understanding uh, Rabbi Meir's time. Um, different opinions on Rabbi Meir. And then, Kashid Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer, we also have a contradiction of Rabbi Lezer on Rabbi Lezer, because we had in our Mishnah, uh, Rabbi Eliezer, or so it appears, and we'll see what the Gemara says. Our Mishnah says, Maimatagun Shema, 
when not mishash akonim nechnasim lechol betrumatan. We said the famous opinion at sofa shmari shunat divrei Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yezer says until the end of the first third, but it seems to imply that his opinion is also at saytukachavim and not fall of when the konim eat the truma. And but in the brighter that we just brought towards the end, we saw that Rabbi Yehuda, um, uh, sorry, Rabbi Yezer brings another opinion, and what's his opinion? Is that it's on Shekidai Shayom, Be'erev Shabbos. That when we can't do Malacha on Erev Shabbos. So therefore, as we know, we bring in Shabbos earlier. And therefore, it seems that there's a contradiction between the two opinions of Rabbi Yezeh, one in our Mishnah and one in the Brighter that we just saw at the end. So the first answer is, like we saw about what Rabbi Matra, it's now Libra to Rabbi Yezeh. There are two different opinions of understanding Rabbi Yezeh. We bite him. But there's another way you could answer. He says, Raisha love Rabbi Yezer he. Our Mishnah, when it said um, that Mishashi Kwanim Nechnasin Trumatan, this whole opinion of, of not for when the Kwanim eat the Truma, that's not Rabbi Yezer's opinion. Rabbi Yezer is only talking about the end point of saying Shema. Until when you can say Shema. He's not talking about the starting point of saying Shema. He's talking about the end point of, of where you can say Shema. And therefore, you don't have a contradiction between the two different opinions of Rabbi Eliezer. We'll stop there. Have a wonderful day.